you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The new American hero showered with praise. But you can either go into fight and flight. He never once thought about flight. What he's saying today. I needed to save my family. And his proud daughter. She broke her knee during the nightclub shooting spree. Then, the surviving college roommates. Their heartbreaking tribute to their fallen friends. Plus, the first funeral. As slain Ethan's grieving mom speaks out. And one of the most incredible people. <laughs> and what the best criminologists in the USA are saying. And Thanksgiving survival guide. Plus the best and worst time to hit the road. And I am just really stressed. Can she overcome her fear of flying in time for Thanksgiving? How she's trying to conquer her fears. Blow into it really hard like you're blowing up a balloon. Plus, Chrisley didn't know best. The disgraced couple's life in shambles as they head to prison. Their reality TV show, canceled. And one day out of the hospital, he's already behind the wheel. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. He was twice honored with a bronze star for heroism while serving in Afghanistan and Iraq. And now he's being hailed a hero here at home. Meet the man who stepped in to stop the gunman who opened fire inside that gay nightclub at Colorado Springs. America's newest hero is being showered with praise today. This guy, Richard Fierro, said that, you know, you can either go into fight and flight. He never once thought about flight. Even the president called him. Thanked him for his bravery. I saw him and I went and got him. 45-year-old Richard Fierro served 15 years in the U.S. Army, including tours in war-torn Iraq and Afghanistan. He retired with the rank of major. I just know I got into mode and I needed to save my family. And that family was, at that time, everybody in that room. Before the attack, Fierro and his family were enjoying themselves in Club Q, the popular gay nightclub. That's his wife and daughter who was there with her boyfriend. When the shooting began, Fierro jumped into action. I grabbed him by the back of his little cheap-ass armor thing, and I pulled him down. And when I pulled him down, I, 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 I told him I was in him, I, I want to kill you, guy. He praised a drag queen who helped. I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face. 
Fierro's daughter, Cassandra, broke her knee escaping the bullets. You can see her hobbling to a wheelchair before her hero dad spoke. Sadly, her boyfriend, Robert Green Vance, was one of the five slain victims. We're learning more about the brave American Fierro and his wife, who own a brewery in Colorado Springs. I'm Jess Fierro, owner and head brewer of Atrevida Beer Company. I'm Rich Fierro, owner of Atrevida Beer Company. Fierro is a fun-loving guy who loves to dance. Meanwhile, we're learning more about the 22-year-old suspect. He was born Nicholas F. Brink, but at age 15, he changed it to Anderson Lee Aldrich after he was supposedly bullied online. His parents separated when he was a toddler. His mother was once arrested for suspected arson. She was found guilty of a lesser crime. His father, Aaron Brink, is a former adult film actor and MMA fighter. He also once made an appearance on TV's divorce courts with another wife. It's like to move on with my life one way or the other. Meanwhile, America's newest hero is showing everyone what bravery is all about. I'm not a hero. There's real heroes out there, right? I, I hope that people that, that really want to be a hero go do that. The suspect remains hospitalized due to the extensive injuries he sustained during that takedown. The first of the four murdered University of Idaho students has been laid to rest, with Ethan Chapin's grief-stricken family saying he lived his life to the fullest. His funeral comes as one of the surviving roommates posts a haunting tribute to her slain friends. She's the grieving mother of one of the four slain Idaho University students choking back tears at his funeral. Today we're here to honor the life and legacy of our son and brother, Ethan Chapin, one of the most incredible people you'll ever know. Stacy Chapin together was with Ethan's triplet siblings gratitude. and their father. Together we want to extend gratitude to the Moscow Police Department who now carry the burden every day, not only for us, but for all of the impacted families. And one of the surviving roommates, Dylan Mortensen, just posted a haunting tribute to her slain friends. It's a tattoo of their initials with angel's wings. She posted, Maddie, Kaylee, Zana, Ethan, MKXE, love you always and forever. It's believed the matching tattoo is on the arm of the other surviving roommate, Bethany Funk. Pressure is mounting on cops for a breakthrough, but former FBI Assistant Director Bill Swecker says police may be on the wrong track. It appears that at this point they're stopped. He believes that the murders are the work of a predator. Someone who selected them either that evening, saw them in a bar or at the food truck or somewhere else, uh, one, or, one or more of these four, and followed them back to the residence and did this on a sort of a random basis. Police are also speaking out about the bizarre discovery of a dog named Buddy, found skinned and mutilated three weeks before the murders. Cops said today that the dog's death is unrelated to this incident and may have been caused by an animal. The owners disagree. The supervisor came up and he said, no, this was done by a human, not an animal. New videos are emerging showing the lives shared by the fun-loving college kids inside the six-bedroom house. That's Maddie Mogan dancing. And Kaylee Gonzalez wore this pretty costume for Halloween, inspired by the movie Mean Girls. 
We're also learning more about Kaylee's beloved dog, Murphy. Police are now saying Murphy was found unharmed in the murder house. There's no forced entry and there's no dog barking. We don't know if the dog was barking or not. Police say Murphy has been turned over to a responsible party. It's not known if that's Jack Ducour, Kaylee's ex-boyfriend. They shared the dog and also dated for five years, but recently broke up. And with no arrests or suspects, there are more questions than answers. So we brought together a team of top criminologists to give Stephen Fabian their take. They are among the most experienced crime experts in the USA. Professor Casey Jordan, Professor Lawrence Kobolinski, retired NYPD homicide detective Alfred Titus, and retired FBI special agent Maureen O'Connell. And what they're saying about the slayings of four college kids is eye-opening. People don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to get a knife and go kill four people just to see what it feels like. No leads, no suspect, no person of interest yet. We dealing with a serial killer? I'm hoping that what is happening here is that the police do have information that they just cannot give out because it's still part of the investigation and that it's not some madman out there looking to kill college students. The order of the killing is very important. Oftentimes, when it's a multiple homicide, you're looking at who was killed first. The number of wounds is also potentially significant. Let's say one person is stabbed 20 times more than the other. We could assume at that point, but it would obviously have to be supported by investigation, that that person was likely the intended target. Dr. Jordan suggests the killer has been gradually building up to committing this monstrous deed. When you see a massacre of this caliber, the stabbing deaths of four people in one location, it's relatively rare that this is the first go-to crime for that particular offender. Very often things happen in stages and the person gains confidence over time. Kobolinski and Titus, both professors at John Jay College of Criminal Justice in New York, believe it's likely the killer knew his victims. Is it possible this is just somebody passing through town who seized on an opportunity? It's doubtful. It's doubtful that this is somebody that just randomly chose this house to go to. There is a possibility that this is a revenge type of killing, um, perhaps uh, a grudge of some sort. But Dr. Jordan and Agent O'Connell say they don't discount it's a serial killer. There is no way that a person, for the very first time they're committing a crime, murders four people. That did not happen. This person, most likely a man, has been thinking about it, dreaming about it, fantasizing about it for a very long time. Local police are working with the FBI to process the more than 600 tips they've received. As Thanksgiving approaches, doctors are warning of a triple threat due to COVID, RSV, and the flu. And when you add that to rampant inflation, this is stressing up to shaping up to be a stressful holiday. Jim Murray has our Turkey Day Survival Guide. Like so many kids across the nation, 10-month-old Jameson Trevino is battling RSV. He was up from midnight to 6 a.m. last night, just inconsolable. His mom, Gianna, just made a difficult decision. She's canceling yeah, Thanksgiving. Been, I had to make that call, and, um, you know, it was just really upsetting. I have started running a fever. This mom was getting like set I, to host uh, the holiday when she I, came I, down I with I the flu. Like what do I do? 
do I seclude myself in my room, which is like the opposite end of the house? And this was a rough one. This yeah, was, was a rough one. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, who just was, returned to The View after getting COVID for the second time, is warning everyone to take care this Thanksgiving. I tell you, you know you can get boosted within an inch of your life, and then the next thing you know, you got COVID again. Doctors say to have a safe Thanksgiving, take a rapid COVID test if you're visiting vulnerable family members. Consider wearing a mask, keep a window open during Thanksgiving dinner, and stay at home if you're feeling sick. 55 million people are expected to travel this Thanksgiving holiday. That's just shy of pre-pandemic levels. At the airports, so far so good. No major problems yet. There are more staff in the air travel ecosystem. TSA agents, flight attendants, hopefully that will make it a smoother Thanksgiving. Driving is still by far the most popular way to get to Thanksgiving dinner. You want to avoid the commuters who are heading home from work, mixing with the traffic from the travelers heading in and out of town. Best bet, leave as early in the day as you possibly can, but still drive at times when you're normally awake so that you're not drowsy behind the wheel. The worst time to drive drive Wednesday between 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. This is Ann Mercogliano. When you go shopping for your Thanksgiving feast this year, you'll find prices way up, a whopping 20%. Last year, the average Thanksgiving dinner cost $53. This year, it's $64. If you want to save money right now, you could go with a smaller turkey. Stu Leonard says to save money, avoid prepared foods. This looks delicious, pumpkin pie. Number one seller at Stu's. You know what, if you want to save money, make it yourself. As a general rule of thumb, you can save half price by making it yourself rather than buying it from a store. Even, I, no, I shouldn't I say that. I know you don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And though most people drive, according to AAA, four and a half million Americans will be flying this Thanksgiving. That's up about 8% from last year. And some travelers can relate to this woman. She is absolutely terrified of flying. So we teamed her up with an expert to help. Here's Les Trent. This woman is terrified of flying. <laughs> so is this guy. Forty <laughs> percent of people are said to be scared to fly. Clinically, it's known as aerophobia, and symptoms can range from extreme anxiety to dizziness and nausea. 36-year-old Tiffany Schmermond is so scared to fly, she's only done it twice in her life. Oh my God. I can't breathe. That was five years ago. I have a horrible headache. I am just really stressed. Now, Tiffany is about to board another plane. I want to get off. <laughs> the two-hour and 45-minute flight from Jacksonville, Florida to Dallas, Texas is terrifying for Tiffany. I really didn't want to have the windows <laughs> She grabs hold of the seat and covers her eyes for most of the trip. I wish I would just land the damn thing. The plane shaking and it just feeling like either the plane was going to fall apart or like we were going to crash. On landing, Tiffany meets with Captain Ron Nielsen, a former airline pilot who now helps fearful flyers overcome their anxiety with just a few simple tips. So the first exercise is about breathing. And what this is designed to do is help control your breathing and lower your anxiety. So you get a bag, any kind of a bag. You know, so what does it do? It makes you focus on your breathing, right? There are other tips as well. And when it's time to board a flight back to Florida, we're going to put them to the test. First up, the paper bag. Blow into it really hard like you're blowing up a balloon. Next, the numbers game. 
Captain Ron gives Tiffany a number and then tells her to add three to whatever he says. Two. And finally, distract her anxieties by writing with the opposite hand. Wiggle your toes and write your name. The landing was a little rough, enough to worry even an experienced passenger. But Tiffany shook off her fear. She says Captain Ron's tips were a huge help, and she can't wait to travel with her kids. Nicely done. Don't ever forget this. Keep it up. And look who's driving already. It's Jay Leno, just a day after being released from the burn center. Jay Leno is back behind the wheel, just a day after being discharged from the hospital. Okay. How are you feeling? I just want to ask you that. I feel great. Thank you very much. Um, only yesterday, the former Tonight Show host was posing with his nurses. You can see the severe injuries to his lower face and neck and hands that he sustained in a fuel fire in his garage. Now I'm, he's I'm, feeling I'm, good I'm, enough I'm to glad, get in I'm his Mercedes that, and hit the road again. And Brooke Shields is slamming a decades-old interview she did with the legendary Barbara Walters. Felt like so taken advantage of. The sit-down with Walters took place in 1981 when Shields was only 15. Brooke, what are your measurements? Um, I'm 5'10 and 120. I don't. I think when people see you, they don't realize how tall and slim. Let me stand up with you. Now 57, Shields spoke out about the Barbara Walters interview on the Drew Barrymore show. She asked me what my measurements were and asked me to stand up. And I stand up and she was like comparing herself to this little girl. And I thought, this isn't right. I don't understand what this is, but I just... I behaved and I just smiled and felt like so taken advantage of. However, Shield says she still has great respect for Miss Walters. Next, the down the hill murder investigation. First video and the stunning revelation. Did the suspect have an accomplice? Plus, Chrisley didn't know best. The disgraced couple's life in shambles as they head to prison. Their reality TV show, canceled. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The suspect in the murder of two teens in Delphi, Indiana, appears in court. But did he act alone? Did he have an accomplice? As the suspect in the Down the Hill murder case makes his first court appearance, a prosecutor makes a stunning revelation. 
We believe Richard Allen is not the only actor involved in this. The news came at a bail hearing today as prosecutors said information about the case should remain sealed because the investigation is ongoing. Today was sort of the most perhaps uh, strident statement from law enforcement or the prosecution about the possibility that more than one person is involved. Allen, who worked at the local CVS drugstore, is accused of murdering best friends Abby Williams and Libby German on this country trail outside Delphi, Indiana. His lawyer says people shouldn't rush to judgment. Our client, uh, very emotional, looked us in the eye. He said... I am not guilty. In a handwritten letter to the judge, Allen says his wife has been forced to immediately abandon employment for her personal safety. She has had to abandon our house for her own safety. When we come back, reality stars Todd and Julie Chrisley head to prison. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. They were stars of their own reality show, Chrisley Knows Best, but now they're headed to prison. Reality TV star Todd Chrisley is going to federal prison for 12 years for fraud, and his wife Julie is going away for seven years. That's not all. Following the sentence, the USA Cable Network is reportedly canceling the popular show, Chrisley Knows Best, which follows the flamboyant real estate mogul and his family. An emotional Julie Chrisley appeared on her daughter Savannah's podcast. The trauma that I've experienced the past few years has broken me. I don't even know if we're going to make it through this. The Chrisleys were convicted of obtaining more than $30 million in fraudulent loans, which is used to fund their lavish life of luxury cars, designer clothes, and real estate. When you lie, cheat, and steal, justice is blind to your fame, fortune, and position. Chrisley plans to appeal the conviction. When we come back, some perky's on the run before that big day. Finally today, who knew herding turkeys was in this guy's job description? Why did the turkeys cross the road (laughs) to make their great escape before Thanksgiving? Watch as this nice guy UPS driver guides them across the busy intersection where they can hide out until Thanksgiving is over. (laughs) And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. From Wondery, this is Black History For Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. 
What do most people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Exactly, exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts.